Hey love, thank you so much for being here. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to share with you a Black Friday offering that we have going on only through this weekend. So if you are a helper, if you are an ambitious, impact-driven woman, and you are struggling with creating routines that are really, really fruitful for you, if you feel like your cup is not full, like you are pouring from an empty cup, if you are worried that you are on the road to burnout, if you are really struggling with self-criticism or self-doubt, if any of these things are things that are really heavy on your heart right now that are weighing you down, that feel overwhelming, I would really encourage you to pray on and ask if this is a good opportunity for you. So the Black Friday offering that I have is a 30-day one-on-one coaching intensive, and it's at a significantly reduced price, over $100 off. And really what it's going to look like is us getting really, really clear on what your priorities are, setting really clear goals for our work together. I want you to take a second and I want you to think about what is the biggest challenge that you have going on right now. The biggest stressor that you have right now, the biggest challenge. And I want you to imagine if we were able to really focus on this together for 30 days. So that could be speaking kinder to yourself. That could be feeling more confident. That could be creating soul care routines for you. That could, whatever that looks like for you, I'm here for you. So if this is exciting to you, I'm sure you can hear my dogs getting very excited in the background. Definitely head down to the show notes, check it out. And again, this is only running, this discount price is only running through the end of the weekend. So pray on it. Let me know if you have questions and let's dive into this episode. Hey babe, welcome to the show. My name is Devani. I have my master of social work and I've been in the mental health field for about five years. Every episode, you'll hear faith and psychology-based mindset strategies and emotional wellness tools that will help you start showing up more authentically, start taking consistent, confident action in your life, and start creating your life by design. Let's dig in. Hello, my beautiful friends. I am super stoked to be here with Kristen. Kristen, tell us a little bit about you. Hi, thank you so much for having me. This is, I'm excited for this. So I'm a strategy coach, which basically is a combination. I'll talk about being multi-passionate in a little bit, but it is a combination of both coaching and consulting. So I'm an online business coach for ambitious, multi-passionate women entrepreneurs, but I also am an HR strategy consultant for corporations. So I connect the two things and I'm a strategy coach. I'm also a personal development expert. That is the foundation of everything that I teach and what I love to do. Um, And then in, in terms of education, I have my bachelor's in organizational communication and a master's in applied psychology. So when you connect everything together, I love people bringing their personality and who they truly are, connecting that with their zones of genius to build a strategy that works for them in finding success. I've already learned more about you. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I'm so excited. I did not realize that. Okay. Yeah. Number of different things that you just mentioned that I'm super stoked on. I love that so much. And I think something that really sets Kristen apart from what I've seen, at least, is that she is all about the multi-passionate 
people, right? So whoever has like all of these different ideas and these different goals, she is your girl. So if you're looking for inspiration or support, anything like that, definitely connect with her on Instagram. She just launched her own podcast, which is super exciting. So all those links will be down in the show notes for you to connect with her. But where I want to first start is the Enneagram. So Kristen, tell me about what you love about the Enneagram, why it's a huge part of your coaching. Yeah. So going back to my education, I've actually loved I love all the personality assessments because I believe that when you know yourself, then you're able to grow. It gives you a solid foundation and a launching point to move forward. And actually, literally one of my favorite quotes by John Maxwell, who is like my inspiration for all things personal development and leadership. Um, But he says to grow yourself, you must first know yourself. Um, And so you can take the MBTI or DISC or any of these, and they tell you what you look like, how you show up in the world. What I love about the Enneagram and why it became my favorite is that it actually gives you the why behind everything. So it's not just saying like, oh, you like vanilla ice cream or you're an introvert or an extrovert. It's really saying why you choose deep connection versus fun, exciting, you know, things. What do you, what are your desires? What are your fears? What are you driven by? It gets to the root of it. And as you know, when you know the root, then you can produce more fruit. So again, as you know yourself, um, only from growing yourself and, and really being intentional about where you're going in life. So that's why I love the Enneagram. So good. Yes. I am super, super fascinated with why people do the things they do, right? All things, human behavior and growth and really understanding those things. And I think that is so powerful just to recognize that when we're digging in and trying to get to know ourselves better, like we want to do that, but I think some people can get really stuck in that and stuck in the why and stuck in how things happened. Right. But like using that awareness, building the awareness of why you are the way you are, maybe what those intentions are underneath But then using that, like you said, to really use that as a launching pad to what can I do from here? How can I grow? How can I take action knowing more about who I am? Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, we all want to eat food. We're human. We get hungry. But knowing that we're going to choose marshmallows on certain days and that's okay is just as important as knowing why we eat the broccoli, right? And we learn about the fiber and all these healthy things. But when you are driven, by right and wrong as an Enneagram type one, or you are driven by information as an Enneagram type five, it's going to help you show up and eat that broccoli in a different way in comparison to just being like, let me shove this thing down um, as well. Or who are the people that cover it with cheese and salt and defeat the whole point of broccoli? And I'm using a fun example because honestly, this applies in everywhere, but I want it to be accessible. And so again, broccoli. It's that simple, but then it comes into the careers that we choose um, when they actually break down what careers we draw into and what we lean towards our Enneagram numbers actually align. So a lot of educators and people in healthcare will be a two wing one or a two wing three. Yes. Um, and the little, <laughs> see, I am. Yes. Uh, a lot of people in leadership and management positions will be an Enneagram eight. I'm an Enneagram eight myself. Um, a lot of people who do like psychology research and, and love to um, know the facts will be a five or a six if they're kind of data driven. Or an Enneagram four, a lot of creative singer, songwriters, actual artists like that can draw, I can't draw, but those people that can 
Enneagram fours. And it's not to say you can't be any number because in times of growth and in times of stress, we'll actually reach across the circle um, and hit different numbers. And so as an Enneagram eight, yes, I love leadership. I'm known for being a challenger. I like control, all these things that people say. Um, but when I'm at my best, I look like an Enneagram two and I become a servant, servant leadership. So <laughs> I'm a coach, right? It, it all connects. Um, but one of the things, and again, and I'll use my own self as an example, in Enneagram eight, when we are stressed, we look like an Enneagram five and we start doing research and information, which is probably why I have way too many degrees and certification because I just wanted to get more knowledge about it. But again, I know how to challenge that to now serve other people. So in your times of growth and stress, you'll learn more about yourself. And as long as you know how to flip it and use it to help others, to serve others, to be the best version of yourself, then it all works out. And it doesn't matter what number you are. Um, social media has a really great way of making many of us, especially Enneagram 8s, look like horrible people. Um, we're not, we're really not. But when I'm telling you something, I'm going to be honest, I'm going to be direct, I'm going to call you on what I see. But if I call you out on it, it's because I care, it's because I see your potential, and I want you to push towards your best life. Sometimes it's just a little sassy when it comes out in the process, but the intentions are always pure. And that's what, again, there's that same generalization about many of the numbers on the Enneagram. But regardless of what you see us doing, most of us have good, pure, at least the good people have good, pure intentions behind what they're doing. And then, you know, there's those bad apples that ruin it for the rest of us. Yeah, that's so fascinating. And it's interesting too, to think about just getting to know your type and then really using that when you're creating a business when you are showing up a certain way, when you are right, right now I'm getting ready to launch that routines group program. So it's like when you're creating routines, like knowing about yourself, then you can use those things to create these different parts of your life. And I think, especially when we had our coaching call and we were talking about my Enneagram type and like how that relates to how I'm showing up, it's just so interesting. And I think in the online space, sometimes it can feel like, oh, there's this one catch-all strategy that's going to get you to six figures or beyond. And so I love that you really individualize it. And you're like, let's look at your Enneagram type and how this relates to what you're doing and really to think about how you want to show up in business. Yeah. I think it's really important. Like if you're an introvert, you can be very successful in business and still show up, go live. You can still have a podcast. You can still do all of these crazy, quote unquote, scary for an introvert things. But hey, guys, I'm an introvert as well. But most people are like, oh, she's the most extreme of an extrovert. No, but when I'm showing up and I'm leading, and I know there's purpose behind what I'm doing. It doesn't matter how much quiet time I actually desire. Um, but society has kind of told us to put ourselves in boxes and then like stay in this lane. No, jump into whatever lane you feel led to be in and follow that as well. Um, and that's another thing that I love about the Enneagram is that it actually opens up more doors for you to really see more opportunities. It's not about putting you in a box as a type one or type four or anything else. It's the more that you know about yourself, the more aware that you are, you are able to create endless possibities and especially in the online space, 
you then get to say, let me build a strategy that works for me. If you don't like um, Facebook, go on Instagram. If you don't like Instagram, use Pinterest. If you don't like Pinterest, I don't know, start a podcast, right? But you get to choose and you also don't need to be in all the places. You're one human, you get to choose one platform. I've been there. <laughs> you also get to choose one account on that platform. It's, I mean, what are we trying to divide ourselves and say, well, this is my personal page and my business page and then my company, like what? No, you're one person, which means you're gonna see my kids right next to me, calling you out on something as an Enneagram 8, right next to me selling the next product that's coming out. You're getting all the things in one space because I am one person and we are multifaceted. So there's no reason to limit ourselves and there's no reason to be stuck in a box on the journey to success. I think that's just such an amazing perspective to have that I I think as you're new, like I've gone through this, right? You don't realize that you don't realize, but I think that's just such an authentic perspective of how we show up and just showing up as us, right? And that we get to show up and sell and serve and also show you my dog and also show you what I'm doing today. And yeah, I love that so much. Yeah. I, I mean, I love the Enneagram. I think it's um, the more I've embraced it over the past couple years and actually understood it and seeing how backed by psychology it actually is we're quick to think it's just a fun quiz but when you start reading it like whoa I've never seen felt so seen and so like exposed almost like how do you know what I'm thinking how do you know that's why I'm thinking that thought how do you know those are the choices that I've made in the past but then to realize if I embrace this about myself, if I embrace my fears, if I embrace the things that make me nervous, if I embrace my awkward, I get to show up so much stronger, which means as a servant leader, I also get to help so many other people come up behind me as well, right? As coaches, we want everyone else to have their best life, whether you are a business coach, a life coach, a relationship coach, anything else in between, are the heart of it is for us to help other people create their best life. And so if I'm showing you that there's some awkward moments, but I'm here for it, then it's gonna give you that freedom to do the same thing, to step up and show up no matter how scared you are, no matter how weird it seems, despite all the past judgment, you're gonna have confidence to keep moving forward as well. Yeah, I think that's such a huge piece of when we get to know ourselves, when we get to know, and something that I love so much about the Enneagram is they talk to you about like your core fears, like the core fear that is underneath everything. And I think, like you said, feeling very seen and feeling very heard by the Enneagram, like I feel really validated when I think of which type I am and the choices that I make and how I show up in the world. And I'm like, yeah, that makes so much sense. And then too, on, on the flip side of that, I think when we start to limit ourselves or we start to doubt ourselves, or we start to play small a little bit, we're able to question, look at, right. What is the core fear of my type or what are the core challenges? You know, some of the things that tend to come up for my type and am I playing into that? And how can I move through that knowing that that's something that I'm probably going to continue seeing throughout my life. But if I'm intentional, if I'm aware, 
How can we use that to our advantage? How can we move forward and take action anyways? Yeah, so, so true. And I think, again, as you look at those desires, right, it's not just the fears, but if you look at those desires, then you establish your priorities. And once you know your priorities and they're clear, then you know what direction you're heading towards, make a plan, and then take some action. And it's going to be awkward. It's going to be messy. We're not perfect, especially if you're an Enneagram one. It's okay not to be perfect, but to realize that if the intentions are pure, then you can make a mistake and keep moving forward, that you can make progress every step of the way. And so I was developing this framework actually for myself and how am I going to get over all of the obstacles in life and how am I going to show up and have this best life despite everyone telling me that my age, my gender, my race, my faith, every there's always something that people are like, you're not good enough or you're not qualified. And you're like, well, geez, what's the point in showing up, right? Like you just have those days where it's so hard. And so when I got to the point of like, I'm determined to rise no matter what, I realized that I had to create a plan. And so again, everything that I teach and say and do in some way has translated down from John Maxwell, but I created the unlock method um, as well. And so I use that on myself. That's how I plan my own life, but it's what I use for my clients as well. And it's priorities, productivity, and progress. And as you know your priorities, as you know yourself, as you know your goals, brain dump all of that into a journal, organize it into a plan, know what's important, and then let the rest go. In your business, there's certain things that you can automate, thank God for technology, and then the rest of it, let it go. I don't need it. I don't need to use it. I do not use Pinterest in my business. Pinterest is great. I love it for recipes. I love to make vision boards. It is not a business tool. Like there's certain things that you get to let go. And in order for me to be productive, I had to make that decision. And I'm a former wedding planner. So it was weird to let that go <laughs> for sure. Um, but then as I take that plan, I organize it. Then I start to take action. And the more action I take and the, when I get consistent about it, I get more clarity and that path forward also becomes so much more clear. So action brings clarity. That's the most important thing. Like ABCs, the basics of business, take action, you'll get clarity on the back end of it as well. And I think that's one of the reasons that, you know, you said at the beginning, we get stuck. We're looking for this perfect yellow brick road. And like, it's not the Wizard of Oz folks, it's 2020. Um, and so we just have to push through, take action, learn as we grow, continue to grow, be more aware of how things work for you and build a plan that's gonna create success for you every step of the way. So that again, just consistent action, keep showing up, keep speaking, keep using your voice, keep using your talents. And the rest will make sense as you go along. So good. I was actually going to ask you, so I'm super glad that you just went through that whole process. I was going to ask you to talk about goals because I think so often, and I've been hearing about this lately, I feel so overwhelmed. I have too many things that I want to do. I don't know where to start. And then we get stuck in this like analysis paralysis or in there's too many options and I'm not going to take action right? And the over-preparing, all of those things that get us caught up before we even do anything. Like there haven't even been any actions taken or moves made because we're just in this place of, I have too many things that I want to do. So I love that. So you said 
The first one was priorities, productivity, and progress. So getting really clear on what are your priorities. And that's really aligned with like so much of what I do is centered around values. Same thing, right? Like what is most important to you? What is that going to look like? And what would you say? So I'm going to put you on the spot because I feel like you can handle it. So what, what would you say to, you know, a service provider, a small business owner who's like, oh, I just have so many goals. I really want, especially coming into the new year. I feel like a lot mm. of us can get caught up either in trying to do too much in the last six week of six weeks of the year or trying to plan for too much for next year already. So what would you say if someone's like, I have so many things I want to do all of it. And then they're getting caught up in the overwhelm though. So what would you say to them right now at this so point? I think, I'm actually, <laughs> I think I'm actually going to say the opposite of what you think I'm going to say is do them all. But right. I'm not telling that is you the opposite cross, of what I thought <laughs> yeah. you were going to say. I'm not telling you to cross anything off your list. If that is a goal of yours, if that is a dream of yours, write it down, make a vision board, make the vision very, very plain for yourself. I have pages upon pages of goals for myself. So do not give up on your dreams. But what Devonie did think I was going to say is one at a time. Pick one. What is the easiest goal you can cross off that list without having to even Google it? Do that one. What's that goal that's on your list that you can get done in two minutes? And I love post-it notes. I have more post-it notes in every color, shape, size, you name it. I have it. I love writing things down. Stop writing down the list and go get it done. Get up, go get it done. You can take 20 minutes to write down your to-do list or you can take 20 minutes to do half of your to-do list. That used to be my life, like throughout school and grad school. I would spend hours (laughs) writing out the perfect study schedule. Did I study it all? No, but I spent two hours writing out my entire schedule for the week when I would step. And you know, and to some extent it's helpful but yes, instead of taking that time to just plan it out, just go do it. Go do mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that simple. Oh, I have to do laundry and wash the dishes and all the things. Great. Put the laundry in, wash, load the dishwasher, then write down the to-do list of what you need for the groceries or whatever is the next thing. And it works the same way in life as it does in business, but you have to take action. You cannot keep hoping dreaming, planning. You cannot stay in consumption mode. I think that's going to be my next podcast episode. Um, You cannot stay in consumption mode. You need to actually complete things. If you want to be successful, people do not say, oh, she's really successful at planning ideas. Like, no one's giving you an award for that. And I'm, so, I'm an Enneagram 8, so, you know, here's a tough one. She's going to call you. <laughs> she already warned you. She already warned you. Um, but if you really want to accomplish your goals, get up, take action. And there are no excuses left. There's none. If you want it, someone else has been in a situation harder than yours, worse than yours. And if you don't believe me, send me a DM. I promise you, I can top you on the list. But there's no more excuses. If you want success, you get up and you make it happen. And it might be hard and it definitely will be scary. I'm not denying that at all. It will be scary every single step of the way. And I'm sure there's millionaires even who are like, I have a lot of doubts and fears as I do this, but they didn't get there by just making to-do lists. They got up and they took action 
And most people that are millionaires have like 20 failed businesses under their belt because you need to fail forward. Another book recommendation for you, Failing Forward by John Maxwell. I, I told you he's my guy. Um, and there's other people that have talked about this, but sometimes in the online space, you'll hear people say, fail quickly and get up and keep going. If you, if you know it's not going to work, well, go ahead, do it, mess up so that you can learn from the mistake and keep moving forward. When it comes to launching your business, when it comes to creating a new product, when people who make makeup or, or skincare stuff, I'm sure that first mix didn't really work out. You see those like, haha, you know, I, I messed up baking this cake and it, you know, the Pinterest fails used to be like a whole thing. Like you watch endless YouTube videos of people failing at Pinterest. Like that's a real life thing. Things are hard in life. And if you think that baking and makeup is hard, try running an online business. Try starting an actual company. Like not everything in life is easy, but you can have a simple plan. And so that plan is priorities plus productivity plus progress equals success, right? It's a simple formula, but you have to be willing to fail along the way and get back up. Failure and success are intertwined. They are basically the same thing. It's up to you if you keep going or if you stop and quit. And then when you quit, then you're actually failing. Um, so don't quit, get up, <laughs> get up and keep going. So good. Okay. So here's what I want to ask you next. And this is something that is fascinating to me. And I'm always mulling over, especially since I started my business and I'm in the online world. So what for you is the difference between the businesses? I'm sure that we've all heard this, right? Like most businesses within the first, what, three to five years fail, something like that. So for you, from your perspective, like, what is the difference what is the difference between the people who fail, whatever that means, and then the ones who are able to make it, the ones who you see down the road and they're profiting and growing, right? What does that look like for you? They were okay with growth. Growth is not comfortable. And if you are comfortable, you will never succeed. I mean, you can be comfortable in yoga pants and still succeed, but if you are so comfortable that there are no challenges, that there are no fears, that you're not hesitating, that you don't have an ounce of doubt, then you're not really going to be successful. Olympic athletes, elite gymnasts, I love watching gymnastics and I miss that the Olympics didn't happen this year, um, but I come from a family of, of track stars. They're, they're stars. I'm not a track star, but the rest of them are, right? But you don't get to just practice one day and get a gold medal at the Olympics. You're in that pool for hours and hours. You're hitting that tennis ball back and forth for hours and hours, for years and years and years, 20, 30 years before people are really getting recognition in gymnastics. They start gymnastics when they're like three. And then at 18, they're told they're hit their peak and go make a gold medal or you're done and you have to retire. That means in their prime, they only get one, maybe two chances at the Olympics. If you want success, you cannot give up. I think Simone Biles was in the gym um, like 25 to 30 hours a week. And then that didn't count like when she was running and conditioning at home. That was just in the gym practicing a routine. You want a gold medal and to be known for being the best, you don't get to sit down. You don't get to sleep on your dreams. Yes, write down your dreams, but then get up and go do something about it as well. And that's where that success really comes into play. 
Um, and again, life is hard. Life throws everything at you. And the moment that you decide you're going to make a change, I promise you life just magically gets harder in the process. But no excuses. You have to be an entrepreneur that says, no matter what, I will keep going. No matter what happens, no matter who says something to me, no matter if my feelings are hurt, no matter how scared I am, I am determined to have success on the other side. I'm determined to make money in my business because then it's just a hobby. Um, I'm determined to make money. I'm determined to serve. And how many people are you going to serve? How are you going to serve them? Do you know what your offer is? Have you actually figured that out? Or are you just talking about becoming something? Um, there's, there's a difference. And it's a process, absolutely. You'll learn as you do it, though. Everything that you need to know, you will figure out. We learned how to walk. We learned how to talk. We learned how to drive cars. We learned how to invent cars, right? We learned how to invent a cell phone. So things will always change. Um, in the same way that technology is changing and progressing, we as humans should be doing that 10 times bigger and 10 times better as well in creating our best life. And so know who you are, know what works for you, know what doesn't work for you. Let certain things go, but don't let everything go. But honestly, just be determined to say, this is what matters the most to me and I'm not giving up no matter what comes at me. So good. All of that. There was too much for me to ask you questions on all of it. But I do want to mention that Kristen said earlier, you do not have to have the most complicated, complex plan, right? So she's talking about working hard, staying after it, persevering, being determined, continuing to get back up. She's not saying though, that you need to work for 22 hours a day and that you have to have the most complex, right? Be on all the things, be everywhere. She's saying, know what works for you, create the plan, take the action, be consistent. And from there, that's where the fruit is going to come. Absolutely. Yep. So good. Do what so works for you. What would you share as we're kind of coming towards a close? What would you share as some practices, some key takeaways, things that women can start doing to start seeing the change or to start taking that clear, concise, intentional action? So I know you're going to love this first one, intentional journaling, not the stuff that you did when you were 13, writing down randomness, like none of that, but intentional journaling. These are my dreams. These are my goals. This is how I'm going to do it. Here is a motivational quote, scripture, affirmation to keep me pushing forward. And then for the day, this is the one thing I'm going to accomplish off my list of hundred goals. Here's the one thing that I am going to absolutely complete today that's going to move me towards the finish line right what's that Perfect. thing is it to sell something in your business is it to actually you know eat right <laughs> um what because you also need to take care of yourself and that's the second thing as well i think that self-care is essential to business if you are not your best self you cannot serve anyone else you cannot pour from an empty cup and i this goes beyond spa days and manicures Obviously, I'm a woman and I love both of those, but it's really about caring for your soul, your mind. Um, taking care of your body as well is important, but really taking care of your soul because when you can show up filled, then you can pour out and help so many more people. Can't pour from a cup that only has one drop of water. It's not really going to do much for anyone. 
where if you are overflowing with joy and abundance and positivity and ideas, which is what I have too many ideas, (laughs) then you are able to share that with so many other people as well. And that helps them create their best life. So let me summarize so that people can pause if they need to, or jot this down. So really journaling about what are your goals? What are your dreams, right? Anything along those lines, like what is the vision And I will encourage you also to head down to the show notes while we're talking about it. And I do have a journaling guide. So if you're looking for intentional journaling, head down to the show notes, just had to put that in there because journaling is one of my favorite practices. And Kristen knows this because we've talked about it. So what are your goals? What are your dreams? And then writing out a scripture, an affirmation, a quote, something to inspire you, something to empower you. And then the last one, which I think is so huge is getting even more focused and saying for the day, one thing I will accomplish is right. Because if we just get pumped and inspired for the day, which, which is awesome. But then what are you going to do? Are we going to try to do all the things? Are we going to be focused? So really getting clear on what is one thing that I'm going to focus on and get done today to even just move one step closer to that goal that I have. Yeah. 1% better. That's it. 1% better every day. I think that we underestimate, I actually shared about this on my story a little bit ago. I think we underestimate the power of the small steps. And one of my closest friends who I've had on the podcast before, Michelle, She always says, don't despise small beginnings. Mm -hmm. And it's just so powerful to think about. Like even with my podcast growth, I've had a lot of growth. And when I've looked, of course, there are moments where I'm like, oh, I should be further, right? We all go through that. But then I look at it and I'm like, no, I'm just going to celebrate exactly where I am right now. Because when I look back on it, there was a time when I had two listeners. Okay. So we all start somewhere. Do not despise that small beginning, that one step you're taking that 1%, because as you're doing that every day, those things compound on each other and get easier and you keep progressing. That's where it's at. Yes. 1% better. I love it. Just keep going. Uh, My mom actually says that all the time, do not despise small beginnings. So absolutely, Michelle, so correct. But it's, it's those little things and all of those little things add up. When you were in kindergarten, you were, you thought that one plus one was the hardest thing ever. And now hopefully by now, you know, it's not 11, right? (laughs) Hopefully. So that progress is important. I can't hand my son a college textbook. He will literally just laugh at me. He'll be like, I see words, I see letters, like I can sound them out, meaning nothing because he's in second grade. However, I know that he's a genius and probably in five years, he can handle everything in that book. But yeah, do not give up on those little things. It all adds up 1% every day. That means in a hundred days, you're at a hundred percent. In a hundred days, you'll be perfect, but that theory. So, you know, keep, keep going, no matter how scary it is, no matter how, lonely it seems find the community that's right for you find the people that are there to support you and push ahead just a little bit every day it does add up for sure yeah and I want to take maybe just our last minute to talk about taking and making the choice so we talked about this very briefly before I hit record just this concept of I think so many of us in a lot of different seasons in life we have things happen Right. And then we're like, oh, well, I had to do this or I have to do this. And I think, especially with the holidays coming up, that's something I'm talking about in a lot of my episodes of like, 
having to do things like we choose to do things. And yes, sometimes there are expectations. Sometimes we're going to do things we don't want to do because it matters to us deep down, even though we don't want to do it, we value it. It's important. It is a priority. And so we do it, but underneath all of that, like we are making the choice. And I think that's something that we're so blessed to be able to have is the freedom to make so many choices, but really encouraging anyone who's listening to really just realize like, you get to make intentionally choices that work for you, that align with who you are, with your values, but stepping into that and owning it and giving yourself some Christian style, tough love on you have the choice and you're making that choice, whether you like the choice or not, you have that choice. Yeah. I think that choice is so, so important to remember and to and to push ahead and to really, um, yeah, it's just so important to remember that it is, it is a personal choice. And so there's a lot of layers to it, like you said, but really telling yourself, this is what matters most to me. Um, and I'm going to make it happen, whether that's your education, whether that's your career, whether that's your family, sometimes that might even be laundry, but you want clean clothes to wear outside or inside because it's, you know, um, either way, wherever you you're going, <laughs> whatever you're you want doing. clean clothes. And so know the reasoning behind it. And, get, and that's why the Enneagram helps, right? Then you know your core, who you are at the core. But then this comes into, like you said, your priorities, your values. You have the choice. If you want to quit, it is technically your choice. But just know that you might not become really rich and famous or whatever that goal is that you wrote, that wrote down um, as well. And so, again, we make that decision whether you live in America or you live in South Africa. It's a personal choice. And to really decide what's right for you in this season. I think that's another thing is to recognize that our seasons change. Um, patience is kind of hard for me as an Enneagram eight, but <laughs> recognizing that there's times to wait and to be in a season of waiting, but those waiting seasons don't last. And the other thing is those hustle seasons do not last either. Sometimes we just need to sit, <laughs> sit yeah. down and relax, but to really create that balance for yourself, but knowing those priorities and what matters most, and then having that plan so you can continue to show up and create that best life. We were created to be our best selves and then to serve others, to lift them up, to have a great life as well. And so it's a choice that um, it's left to us. And I think, I think it's worth pursuing um, as well. And I love that we get the opportunity to be so aware of our surroundings and then make that difference. And I think in terms of getting over that hurdle, get past the excuses, but then reframe your mindset. And so instead of saying, I have to start saying today, I get to, I am blessed with the opportunity to wake up, to get up, to move. I'm blessed with the chance to show up and serve. And so when you start speaking life and speaking positivity into everything that you're doing, you'll also start to kind of see yourself stand up taller as well. But today I get to is the best way to really um, say that and to make sure that there's progress in what you're doing and purpose as well. Yeah. 1000%. And again, I don't want to oversimplify because like we mentioned, like there are absolutely multi-layers, you know, a lot 
I'm not going to go into it, but <laughs> it is obviously there are a lot of things that can be a lot more complicated. So we don't want to seem like we're oversimplifying, but more so just encouraging you to have that mindset and to really shift into that space of instead of I have to, I get to like, what are you intentionally making the choice? And if you're intentionally making the choice to go live or you're intentionally making the choice to reach out, you know, to whoever that is, or to reach out to a friend or you are choosing that. So just starting to shift over into, I get to do that. And I love that you shared that really practical tip because, you know, I'm all about people being able to walk away and actually have things to do. So I love that. And that's really underneath why I wanted to bring that up was really just taking ownership of whatever choices you do have, right? Cause we don't, we don't have the choice for everything, but what, whatever you do have control over, own those choices, own where you're showing up. If you're a stay at home mom, or if you're at home all the time, like own it. Like I'm, I'm getting to do the dishes right now. And as hard as that may feel, you know, like do it with joy and be present and just that shift, just the shifting over. Mm -hmm. I'm a single mom of two. I work from home now, which is still interesting to process and understand. But when COVID hit, it was literally trying to balance working in corporate at the time as a coach and a consultant um, with my son distance learning and a toddler screaming. So when I say no excuses, I mean, I get it. I totally get it. I know what it's like to have the ups and downs of life. When I was in grad school, I was also pregnant. So I was in school full-time working two part-time jobs, an internship, looking for a job and doing it with an extra 20 pounds in front of me. So no excuses, people. Like <laughs> I understand that life is hard and all sorts of things come at us um, in, in a lot of different directions. But again, I am never, I have a purpose that's so much bigger than a textbook or a job that I have to walk to. So we're going to make it happen. Um, and I know that like I would, would never be given these things that I could not handle. And I don't say that lightly. I say that with, I had to give myself a lot of grace to get through it, but realizing that my purpose was so much bigger than that season that I was in. And so I'm always going to push ahead and to keep moving and to work towards the success and the purpose and the calling and my passions get to be all up in there in the process of it as well. Yeah. And I think that's another huge piece is the zooming out. Like if you need a break, if you feel like you are heading to burnout or you're feeling discouraged, take a break, take time off, slow down. It's to look like for you. But I think what Kristen is saying is like, just look at the bigger picture, right? So if in the moment, if in this season, even you need to just slow down and give your grace, we are in a pandemic, like give yourself some space. Absolutely. And that's why we need to be praying and asking, what am I called to do right now? What am I called to do in this season? Is it to be busting stuff out and showing up online and doing all the things or, or is it to just help my family survive right now? And just to get through and just to have a peaceful home right now, like whatever that looks like for you, but just remembering the bigger picture, remembering what you're being called to the bigger purpose that God has for you. But what is your purpose right now? Maybe it is something that can feel a little bit smaller and that's okay. And just be gracious with yourself and compassionate and wherever you are, right. Just being okay with where you are right now. So good. 
So much goodness. Okay, Kristen, where can people find you? So you can connect with me on Instagram, which is my absolute favorite platform at Coach Keds. Um, not like the shoes, but it helps you remember um, as well. And then you can click the link in my bio for more or head to keycoach.com if you want to work with me. I do Enneagram and strategy sessions, so it's customized just for you. There's private coaching as well as many courses that you can take in bettering both your life and your business. So I love Instagram. There's other places, but Instagram's the place. And then also, I just launched my own podcast. So Amplify Ambition um, is the name of that podcast. You can find that everywhere, iTunes, Spotify. It's just as multi-passionate as I am. So, um, but it's called Amplify Ambition as well. Beautiful. Okay. Thank you so much for coming on, Kristen. Thank you. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you headed down and left a rating and a review or take a screenshot and post it on Instagram and make sure to tag me. Thank you so much for being here, for spending your time with me, and I hope that you have a beautiful rest of your day.